Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldron. Welcome in on this Friday to the Edge. Mark Kramer, Santoria Black, John Tabor here with you. Chatted with Terry yesterday over in Hawaii. Of course, we know, besides being charismatic and controversial, we know he's kind of sorry, too, sometimes. So he calls me. I want to share this with everybody. He calls me yesterday and says, hey, man, what's up? I said, I don't know, how you doing over there? Are you getting some sleep? And he said, no. He was still waking up early. And he goes, I just thought you ought to know that I'm sitting here overlooking Pearl Harbor. <laughs> That's the kind of friend Terry Waldrop is. Sits there sitting on a bench overlooking Pearl Harbor and Call and calls me just to let me know that he's sitting over Pearl Harbor. <laughs> the, it's a nice cultural experience for the kids that he has come over. It's not just basketball, but uh, they take him to a lot of the cultural places in Hawaii and some of the historic places as well. So it's a, a good all-around experience for all those campers that go on Terry's, uh, Terry's basketball camp trip over to Honolulu. So... Uh, He'll be back on Wednesday of next week. We'll be here Monday and Tuesday. I want to also remind everybody to continue to keep the Fox family in your prayers with Jamie's mother, Sean's grandmother, uh, as she's very ill, and uh, that's why Jamie is not here again today. So please keep and continue to remember the Fox family in your prayers as uh, the weekend comes along. Uh, the Edge, sponsored by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, US 165 North in Monroe, 345-4545. Best pet care anywhere on the planet. And Mr. Bobby Manning, tremendous-based Louisiana, North Louisiana-based attorney specializing in criminal defense, personal injury, wrongful death. Don't delay. Call Bobby today. That's 342-1411. And Spa Nouvelles on Lammy Lane in Monroe. And they are 807-1060. And you can get us on the Washtenaw Valley Credit Union hotline and text line, 888-993-7762. And uh, just a couple of brief uh, sports shorts, if, as they used to call it on the news. Um, talking to John, and John, we, we can kind of share this a little bit, talking about, of course, Brazil just kind of broke the curse a little bit. Uh, their game just ended in the World Cup, and they scored two goals in stoppage time. It looked like it was going to be uh, a scoreless game, and then they scored two goals in, in the last six minutes. They had stoppage time of six minutes, and Brazil won two to nothing. That is the first game or match that a country in Central or South America has won. There's been a couple of draws, but Central and South well, America. I think Uruguay got a win yesterday that must have been the late game that would have been but that would have been the first one yeah so not doing so hot central and south america in the world no and i don't believe any of the central american teams i guess that would be uh costa rica which you know that's right there on the border between i guess panama that'd still be considered central america and panama I don't think they've even gotten a result. Right, and Peru's already yeah, Peru's, Peru's already out. Peru's got two losses. Yeah, they're already out, and uh, if Argentina is going to have to have some help to stay in as well, 
Nah, it doesn't look good for them. I know that's what I mean. They're going to have to have a lot of help. So uh, European European teams and even Japan, uh, who's doing pretty well, uh, they seem to be dominating right now as well. Uh, a couple other things. One thing we talked about yesterday: the foreign players. Uh, at my count, you have to correct me if I'm inaccurate, but at my count, there were only two. We talked about the percentage of foreign-born players drafted. Uh, there, I think there were only two yesterday in the NBA draft, I believe. I think Donich was, uh, was drafted third, and then there was another guy that was down near the bottom of the first round. Because you're talking about in the first round. Yeah, in the first round. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the saying, first there round. Were, there were, what, four or five guys, I think, in the yeah, second? Yeah, in the second round, but of the first round guys. It was lower than normal. Though. Yeah, yeah, it was lower than what the average has been over time. I think time. they said, what, two seniors and one four-year junior in the first round got taken? Yes. Yeah, two seniors, four a four-year junior, two foreign players. And the rest were? And the rest were underclassmen, yeah, yeah out of the whole – out of the whole group. So uh, interesting stuff. You know, I thought too, John, you had uh, the the Hawks pick the uh, Luka Donich at, third, at three, and then they work out a thing for for uh, the guy from Oklahoma, Trey Young, and at the five, and, and then they trade him. Well, why not? Why didn't you just well, take well, him to well, start you get, with? You get a pick back with it as Yeah, well. I understand that. but and And if you're – if Young's your guy anyway, you can kind of ham, you know, kind of hold up Dallas a little bit down the line by say, hey, you know, we want we're looking at Young, but we know you want the European kid. Yeah. So we're going to kind of hamstring you and take him, and and we're going to str- we're going to it's games we're going to blackmail you. It's, it's the yeah. art of the draft. Yeah, we're going to blackmail you for a pick for next year. And honestly, th- that kind of movement. Is one reason why I always enjoy watching the draft, even, even though I texted a buddy and I asked him, "Is this the weakest draft in recent?" I mean, and I think when we look back, it probably won't be any weaker or any better than most normal years. There's it just, just not a big wasn't name. a lot of big names. Yeah, right. there's no, there were no names that just really jumped out at you that um, even went deep into the NCAA tournament. And I think a problem, uh, a result, of what's the cause of that is you just don't see any top tier players as upperclassmen in college anymore you don't have two three four years of exposure as a fan watching them on television like you did and it's funny you've got so much more tv outlet now but yet because everybody's entering so early and staying so little in college you don't get the chance you may see them once on a platform during the year but you don't get to see them grow throughout their college career and become familiar with the players their faces their teams their stories so now it's just a name in a school. It's like, okay, yeah, I watched him one time during the ACC tournament. And that that's all I've got to go on. With all of the stuff that we've had, we've been listening to announcers at nauseum in all of the different big events that have been going on. You had U.S. Open and golf. You've got the World Cup going on. You've got the College World Series going on. You had the NBA draft. You know, throw, a I guess, a question of the day out there. Uh, what do you what are you tired of from announcers? Uh, it could be a phrase. It could be uh, you know the coverage itself. Uh, it could be something that they say, uh, something they don't say, um, talking about something too much. Uh, what's what are some of the things? Text us or call us on the uh, Washita Valley Credit Union hotline or text line 
888-993-7762. What are you tired of? What's just getting under your skin about all of these different events? Of course, we were pretty vocal earlier in the week talking about how bad Fox's coverage of the U.S. Open was in golf and uh, Jack Buck's obvious uh, lack of knowledge about golf was pretty evident. So that was one that was one for me. Don't let Fox near the next uh, the next uh, time that they negotiate the broadcasting rights for the U.S. Open and golf. Don't let Fox near it. <laughs> well, Just don't let them do it. I I tell you what I'm 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 a, a little bit uh, perturbed with at times. You know, just because you're a former athlete does not qualify you as an announcer. Or an expert. Or an expert. Or a coach. Because here, here's what I'm finding more and more of. Great, you've got a name. Fantastic. That does not make you a broadcaster. And I think that that is getting real old. Yes. And then you're, you're in elevating some of these guys because they have a name to a color. And I, as much as I like the Saints – Zach Streif is a great guy. How in the hell are you going to put him as a play-by-play announcer and he has zero experience? You know what I'm saying? I can't go and be an offensive lineman with no experience. Yeah, they wouldn't that, even let you through the door. No, I, that that irritates me. Just because you are, you know, you, you are a player or whatever does not qualify you as a broadcaster because some of these guys, they don't know the craft. There is a craft and an art to it, just like there is a craft and art to playing the game. And I think there needs to be equal respect to understand that because otherwise what happens is it's insulting to our field when people go to school for this like I did and like a lot of other people did. And then you're just giving some people because they got a name. Who cares? If they're terrible, they're terrible. Case in point, as much as people like Magic Johnson, his television show was awful because he was not a television broadcaster. He He was not a talent like that. And I think that that, to me, is one of the things that I get sick of. It does, Just because you are a former player does not qualify you as a broadcaster. Or, and as I said, you know, as a coach either. Yeah. You know, they say, oh, well, this guy, you know, he was this kind of player, this kind of player. A lot of times, a lot of times, not all the time, and I'm generalizing a little bit, but as a general rule, a lot of times guys that were, were all-star or, you know, whatever, all-pro in football – that were all-star type players, a lot of times those guys do not make good coaches. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons they don't make good coaches is that they've, they've never been the lower guy or the smaller guy. And I don't mean by stature. I mean they've never been the guy that played once in a while. They've never sat on the bench, even going back probably to their junior high days. They've never been a bench warmer. And so you don't get the perspective of the average Joe player mm-hmm. because you've always been out on the field and you've always been uh, the the star guy and you've always done your thing. And so you've never gotten the perspective of the overall strategy of whatever sport it is uh, and what it's like for the other players that aren't the big time star guy to do. And it's a relatability issue, mm-hmm. and it's also a strategy issue because you're not always involved. If you're really, really good, a lot of times you're doing your own thing as an all-star type player. I mean, let's face it. You know, in the NBA, you can watch timeouts. Mm-hmm. Very few of these guys are actually listening to the coach. You got a few of them. A few. Yeah, you got a there's few a, of them There's a few that command enough respect where the guys are really paying attention in the huddle. But, you know, most of the time you look and they show a huddle and guys are looking in the stands or looking out on the court watching the cheerleaders dance or, you know, or talking to another player or whatever. And uh, they're not really paying attention to what the coach has to say. 
but I think um, I can think somebody right off the top of my head. You know, Jason Kidd mm-hmm. was a fantastic player, great point guard, great strategist on the court, but he tried to make that immediately retired and then immediately got a coaching, a head coaching, head job, coaching job, not an assistant, which they should, but immediately got a head coaching job, was not successful at all, and actually had trouble relating to the players. One of the things, Stu Jackson, he used to be a former NBA coach. He used to coach at the University of Wisconsin as well, and I had a chance to interview him a couple of times, and one of the things that he spoke about is, is that just like as a player, there is a process of you earning your spot in the starting lineup, and he said, in his opinion, that's the same thing with coaches, same thing with any other field. You have to earn your spot on the starting lineup. Show your worth by what you're doing. I have a lot of – there was there was one uh, guy that I had a lot of respect, respect for, uh, Tony Green, who used to be a tight end with the Washington Redskins. Uh, you know, here's a guy that has just done a, a tremendous job in the D.C. area. You know, after his playing days, he worked at being a broadcaster. He worked at it. And he did not allow people to just say, hey, you know, here it is. You know, um, I, I just got, you know, handed something or whatever the case is. He worked at it. Everson Wall, same way. He worked at it. You know, and those are the things that I respect with players when they understand that, hey, nothing's given and I got to just work at this in order to be good. Because some people just get stuff and they're terrible at it. And it's just it's an insult to the profession just like it would be if I would go and just say, hey, you know what, uh, I know the game. I'm just going to go coach it. You know, I'd well, be like a you. would be like you walking into uh, into a college or even a pro sports uh, office and going in and saying, "Hey, you know, I played uh, I played college baseball or I played college basketball. Uh, I want to be an assistant coach on your team, right? And I deserve to be an assistant coach because I played college baseball or college basketball or college football, and I know the game, right? So I should, you know, just come on. Don't you don't have to interview me or anything. Just let me be an no, assistant. I'm, just, I'm good. I, I come in and just let me be an assistant coach. Yeah, and that that's the thing, and that that irritates me to no end is to see opportunities where true people who have been broadcasters, who have worked at this field, who have been in this field. And have done their and put in the work and done their due diligence get passed over because of a quote unquote athlete. Oh, we just want to give them a chance. They have not done anything to prove over a course of time. Just like for instance, I can't just leave from here and say, you know what? I've been broadcasting for a long time. I've watched a lot of football. I'm going to go to be the head coach at Neville. I don't know what I'm <laughs> doing, but you. I mean, and that's the thing. I've I, I no. Look, Mark. I have watched hundreds of basketball games. I'm just going to go over there and I'm going to be the head coach over at Washita. I'm going to screw it up. You know, so my thing is, is that you, I think there has to be a process just like anything else. And I hate when people do that. And like I said, you know, people may not agree with me and that's fine, but stop doing that kind of crap, man. We've, we, people go to school for this. They work at this and all of that. You're not going to just be able just to, how would you like it? If somebody, you know, Hey, I've watched you fix plenty of toilets before I've watched it. I'm just going to go be a plumber now. Right. No license, no nothing. I mean, just don't insult the crafts like that, man. Hire me. Just yeah, just hire me. Yeah, I'm good. I know you don't need to interview me. I have seen roofs built before. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Just give me a gun, give me a nail gun and some material. I can do it just like you can. Right. I'll fix your roof up real quick. Yeah, real quick. I'll right. tell you how great it is, but it'll be real quick. <laughs> Let's go ahead and take our first break. That's okay. We're going to continue to rant. You can rant with us at 888-993-7762 as the edge rolls on here on this Friday. 
Hi, I'm Chris Colbert, owner of Premier Autoplex in Farmerville, and I want to save you time and money. Introducing our upfront pricing program. Make that short drive to Farmerville and you pay what we pay. That's right, you pay what we pay. Plus, get all applicable rebates on many new vehicles, some as much as $10,000 off. We're Northeast Louisiana and Southern Arkansas's Premier Chevy Buick GMC dealer. So come see us at Premier Autoplex 1001 Sterlington Highway in Farmerville or shop online at MyPremierChevy.com. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Don't put your life on the line when you dig. Do what the pros do. Respect the marks. Dig with care. And before you dig, call 811. Louisiana One Call. I am Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. With any counselor, you just have to find someone that you connect with. I think talking to this actually helped me be able to talk to my wife better. Um, things that you're, you, you don't think that you should tell anybody, and then you can start breaking down some of them things to your spouse a little bit easier. Family Counseling Center in Ruston. Comprehensive, caring counseling for our community. He understood what was going on with me. Um, He assured me that, you know, it's going to be all right, and I trusted that. Call Family Counseling Center 255-5753. And the more I've looked back, the more I can see how helpful the counseling's been, not just for the PTSD, but like I said, throughout my whole life. I think it has consistently gotten better since I've been home. Call for a confidential appointment, 255-5753. Family Counseling Center, a ministry of Louisiana United Methodist Children and Family Services in partnership with the Lincoln Health Foundation. Test drive award-winning and trusted vehicles at Ryan Honda in Monroe, like the all-new 18 Honda Accord, named 2018's North American Car of the Year. How about an 18 Honda CRV? Named Kelly Blue Book's Best Buy Award winner for Best Small SUV Crossover for 2018. You put your trust in Honda, and you can rely on Ryan Honda. For more information, visit kellybluebookskbb.com. Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Book Co. Inc., named North American Car of the Year, January 2018. Making things better. Face, face, 
888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And we are having fun here on the edge, as we always do. Sports Talk 97.7, Mark Kramer, Santoria Black, and John Tabor, as we've been ranting in the first segment. And uh, you, as I said before the break, you can rant along with us at 888-993-7762, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union hotline and text line. And uh, don't forget, GB Cooley reminds you to support a worthwhile cause in North Louisiana, and that is the Louisiana Special Olympics. And uh, before the break, ranting about different things, uh, what's what are you tired of here lately In with all the different major sports events? Uh, it could be announcers, games, uh, you know, anything, anything you want to rant about. Uh, give us a holler and let us know. Uh, we were talking about athletes uh, not deserving necessarily to be in the booth just because uh, they were an athlete in a specific sport. I know, you know, there's nobody that has a more pleasant personality, uh, like a big teddy bear kind of personality, like Shaq. Yeah. Okay. They sent, and I saw a special on this, and I thought it was really interesting. Because Shaq actually went to a school for broadcasting mm-hmm. to, in essence, learn how to be an announcer or be a studio guy because he's an analyst. You know, he's not a, doing play-by-play or anything like that. But, you know, they, he's on the, on the uh, studio version in the NBA. But also he does all those commercials mm-hmm. as well. But he went to a school, a broadcasting type school, to learn how to to look at cameras and and you know speak eloquently and and keep things concise and and then how to deliver uh, things when you're reading script for a commercial and rehearsing and all of that. And I have to admire him of of anybody that already had kind of a, a personality that would would lend itself to being good at stuff like that. I really had to admire him being willing to do that uh, to make sure that he was good at it. Yep. Instead of, to your point before the break, just walking in and, and trying to, okay, well, I'm here. You know, I'm an athlete, so I can do uh, studio work or I can do play-by-play or whatever. I thought of all the people as famous as he is, uh, and they they had a camera crew going with him and following him as he was doing all this. And it was pretty funny, actually, yeah. too, because – I mean, he, you know, he was not as prepared as he thought he was when they started throwing stuff at him and he started messing up and uh, he's, he would laugh. He was good enough to laugh at himself, but thought that was interesting also. Yeah, I respect people who do that because, and you know, actually, you know, people, uh, if you if you really haven't read about Shaq and some of the things that he's done, he's an extremely intelligent person. And uh, I, I respect the fact that he did go to school for that because he just didn't assume, oh, I'm just like you said, I'm just a celebrity. I'll be all right. I, I used to, and you know, I respect people like that. I respect players like that. Um, and that shows me that they're willing to put the work in, even though they're a celebrity. And look, being an, an NBA star and a celebrity does come with some cachet. But you gain a lot more respect in this business if you've actually done it and you've gone over and you say, hey, I want to learn how to do this better i want to learn how to do this and you know to the top level 
that's what really you know you can respect about a person and a former athlete is when they put in time to learn the craft just like they did when they were learning basketball just like they did when they were learning football and actually put some time in to understand the nuances of how it's done and that's not saying that you know you're going to be perfect you're not going to be perfect in the nba you're not going to be perfect in the nfl wrestling i mean and Tabor, you can attest to this how many folks have tried to just say oh i can announce wrestling and they're just terrible at it or not not even announce it i'm a great athlete I, I'm just, I'll be a great professional wrestler. Yeah, and they no, suck. It, well, they make and do the physical part of it and the actual, you know, execution of the physical moves. But do you have the the, the personality and, you know, can you gravitate towards the fans? That's right. That's, that, that's a, right. You know, do you have natural charisma? Natural charisma. Or do you just like have, Terry Waldrop with him being so charismatic. <laughs> Could you see Terry Waldrop as a professional wrestler? See, I think Puff would have a lot better chance. <laughs> right. That's what we need to do. Probably as if, a heel manager, but hey. That's another question to throw out there. If Terry Waldrop or Jamie Foxx was a professional wrestler, what would you name them? What would their name be in know. the in professional wrestling? Yeah, I think he's right though. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. I think Tabor's right though. I think I think Jamie's got a better shot. Puffy's what? got a good shot of being like a manager or something like that, and 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 being named something like you know Foxy Hart or something. I don't know, just something crazy, the Silver Fox. I don't know. Anyway, but uh, I don't know. It's, but anyway, that's just that's not a here nor there. Well, the other thing that uh, has been popping out uh, that's come into the forefront here lately is also uh summer coaches Mm -hmm. you know we talked we've talked way uh, way too many times about uh sometimes there are some good ones just like in high school there's good coaches bad coaches ones that conduct themselves right one that conducts themselves wrong but you've got coaches now in aau basketball getting in fights on Mm -hmm. the court not the players the coaches and that brings to the question, what are these people thinking? I mean, do we now, and I know some places even do, but is it now to where we have to do background checks on coaches? You doggone even, right. Even in AAU uh, or, you know, something. You don't have to worry about it so much in football because, you know, football is the only sport during the summer. They have seven on seven, but that's not a real game. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by a real game is um, – Summer league baseball, travel baseball, or whether it's your local league, or they're playing actual real baseball games. In basketball, they're playing actual real basketball games. Even off-season hockey and soccer mm-hmm. uh, in the lesser sports like that, of course, uh, they're actually playing real games. Unless they're at a camp, they're playing real games. Football is the only sport where they don't actually play when when they go to a, quote, competition uh, a seven-on-seven camp, yeah, they participate and they're playing against seven other guys, but it's still not an actual, real, full-time, 11-man football game going on just like it would during the regular season. But you've got you've got all these people now. I mean, you've got fights among coaches doing some of the summer league stuff, whether it's baseball. I've seen some in baseball. I've seen some in basketball. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Now you've got to – it's gotten down to the point, where's the example that anybody cares about now to show the players and the parents too? I learned a long time ago when I was coaching that the fans and parents, whether you're at high school or doing something during the summertime, the fans kind of take the lead from the coach. 
if the coach is kind of a volatile person that's constantly on the officials or, you know, dogging other players or dogging the other team's coach, the fans kind of follow suit. It's kind of like uh, that is not just the example for the players, but it's also for the fans too. And, uh, you know, I've found you're always going to have some knuckleheads in the – you're always going to have some knuckleheads in the uh, – uh, in the stands, but if a coach is, you know, pretty professional and, and collected and is focusing on his players, a lot of times the fans are too. But I mean, this has gotten to where it's a ridiculous, ridiculous situation. And uh, it's almost time for a break. This is something we're going to uh, think about and we'll kind of talk about again in the last segment uh, of the show. So 888-993-7762 is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union hotline. And text line, we're brought to you by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, and Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, and Spa Nouvelle on Lammy Lane in Monroe. When we return, high school football, we'll be talking to the voice of the Bird Yellow Jackets to catch up on what to expect because we do have so many crossover games from our area here with the uh, 4A and 5A schools over in the Shreveport-Bossier area. Charlie uh, Cavell will join us to talk about what's on tap this fall for Bozier and Shreveport High School football. You're listening to The Edge here on Sports Talk 97.7. We'll be right back. take pride in your lawn. That's why you cut the grass yourself. Here's Richie McKinney. A big yard calls for a tough mower. The Hustler Fast Track is engineered with commercial features for the homeowner. Right now, get your Hustler Fast Track with a powerful 23-horse Kohler engine and 48-inch welded steel deck at our lowest price ever, just $49.99. That's over $1,800 in savings. Plus, qualified buyers can finance at 0% for 42 months. Come see our full line of Hustler mowers today at your outdoor superstore McKinney's in Ruston. Model 936054. This is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge inviting you to our moving sale. We're moving into our new dealership and we need to reduce what we have to move. We've got 18 Grand Cherokee Limited with NAV and Uconnect for only $33.9. The all-new 18 Jeep Wrangler four-door sport is only $32.9. 18 Ram 1500 Quad Cab is only $22.9. That's right, $22.9. And 18 Ram 2500 Crew 4x4 Tradesman is only $44.9. We've also got great deals on demos, so don't miss our moving sale and huge discounts in Brennan Dodge and Ruston. This summer, Johnny's Pizza House introducing the new Smokehouse Pulled Pork Pizza. You pulling my pork? Uh, no, we're not pulling your... Hey, the dancer guy say they have a new pizza. The new Smokehouse Pulled Pork Pizza is only here for the summer, so be sure to... What do you mean it's only here for the summer? It'll be gone by the end of summer. The new Smokehouse Pulled Pork Pizza. Well, maybe I want it after the summer. Uh, Let's just wrap this up. Johnny's Pizza House. Let's share a slice. Who has the cheapest prices around? It's Metal Mart in Monroe. Metal Mart now stocks markdown seconds and thirds. You heard right. Metal Mart has seconds and thirds in stock, and they're marked down to the lowest prices. Don't pay more. Stop by Metal Mart, 5930 Frontage Road behind Sam's in Monroe, or call 343-3900. 343-3900. Check them out on Facebook at Metal Mart Monroe. Metal Mart, the right materials for the right price. Hi, Kevin from High Tech. 
The latest cyber attack has already infected hundreds of thousands of computers in over 150 countries, brought down hospitals, railroads, banks, and even Federal Express right here in the U.S. Are you concerned that you may be vulnerable to the latest cyber attack? Then don't wait. Give us a call at 255-1110 and we'll provide guidance on how you can verify that you're secure. We also have checklists on our website at solutionsbyhitech.com or find us on Facebook. At First Guarantee Bank, we know what it takes to help businesses grow. Funds, precisely why we're making it easier than ever to afford a business loan. With fixed rates as low as 5.5% for five years, you could buy commercial property or equipment your business needs. And we'll even pay third-party closing costs up to $7,500. Now that's banking the way you do business. Welcome to First Guarantee Bank. Welcome to Fanatical Banking. New money only, all loans subject to underwriting creditworthiness and bank approval available while funds last for more information visit fgb.net member fdic how does it feel you're officially living on the edge hit terry waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know it's the edge with terry waldrop Welcome back to The Edge here on Sports Talk 97.7 on the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union hotline is my good friend Charlie Cavell, the voice of the Bird Yellow Jackets. How you doing this morning, sir? I'm good. How are you, Mark? Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. Uh, you know, with uh, it's hard to believe, but we have jamborees in two months. <laughs> yep. You know, two months. I think mo- we're I right at 70 yep. days from the start of football season. Yeah, we're just uh, that close to uh, jamboree starting for high school football and you know uh also you're a staple on uh, the high school football rewind with us on saturday mornings which we'll have again this year as our kind of our shreveport bozier reporter and uh you know the one of the things uh, that makes this important is the fact that there are so many with the lack of we've talked about this and we won't get into this but the how little the south louisiana teams will come up here to play non-district games so you know we're pretty much dependent both areas the monroe ruston area west monroe ruston area are pretty dependent on the bozier shreveport area for non-district opponents uh, to train you know in four and five a football uh, because uh you know we don't get a lot of help from the south louisiana schools to play uh, much so uh, we always have these crossover games, so the interest in shreveport Bozier football is is just as high because of the different, I mean, because of the schedules. We know that we're going to play, you know, this many schools from, from over in your area. So I uh, know uh, Ruston will be playing airline again this year, uh, as they have for the past uh, four or five years. And so uh, let's uh, kind of give a little bit of a breakdown uh let's go with your your bunch first uh what's the on tap for the bird yellow jackets well mark last year bird was the the key word that i've used all along has been average uh, they were average all year long they won two games lost two won three lost three uh, and so there that was it they were five and five and and very average and um, until the jackets can prove otherwise, I think it's you, you have to go with that. I think they'll be average again, and um, they have a very they had a very talented freshman class this year um, that a lot of those young men will see playing time, and if not starting, and but you know as well as I do, you don't win in five A football with sophomores. And, um, uh, 
they have a good a good sophomore class and a good junior class that has now moved, you know moved on to become seniors. Uh, but the one glaring weakness for Bird, at, at least right now, uh, is that there's not a difference maker. The difference maker the last few years has been Jalen Thomas, and Jalen Thomas was an outstanding football player. Uh, his senior season, he was hurt his junior uh, sophomore year, out for the year, hurt his junior year, out for the year, but his senior year he played the entire season and had a great year. He was a guy that the ball in his hands, great things would happen and uh, was very dynamic. Um, somebody's going to have to emerge and take take that spot and, and, and become that, that go, go-to guy that is a difference maker. Right now, that's still a question mark. Charlie, this is Santoria, and I think what Mark was saying is, is so true about uh, those who are coming who don't come up I-10 in order to really uh, give, do non-district games. But one of the things that has become more apparent is that uh, you do have schools who have uh, – and I look at schools like Captain Shreve. I look at schools like um, uh, Fair Park. And, you know, these are schools that, you know, at one point in time they had some real competition, Huntington. And, you know, for some reason or other, I know Huntington has gotten better. Captain Shreve has their ups and downs. But talk about some of those schools, which we don't hear as much of over in this area, and, and really talk about how they've had their ups and downs and struggles. Well, District 1-4A is loaded this year, with, as they were last year, with talent. Yep. I mean, first of all, it's a huge district. I mean, there's, a, what, eight teams in that district. And... Last year, Benton, Northwood, Woodlawn uh, were all outstanding. North DeSoto was, you know, really, really young last year and kind of the, uh, oh, they just got in the playoffs. And, well, they ended up going to the second round of the playoffs, and they've got a young man uh, who's been offered already by uh, by. The University of Florida rushed for 1,500 uh, yards and Aubrey Scott. and uh, So, you know, Benton was really good last year. They went undefeated in the, in the regular season. Had a disappointing uh, – I, I would say disappointing in the sense that they went pretty far in the playoffs but had a disappointing uh, finish. And because they expected to, to go to the Superdome. But, uh, you know, if you had to try, if I had to, you know, gun to my head, had to point a, a favorite, I would have to say it was probably be Northwood going mm-hmm. into the year because Northwood returns uh, Luke Bogan at quarterback, although he did have uh, an injury that he suffered, I want to say, at the end of the year and then in the baseball season. And it'll be interesting to see how he comes back from that. But Luke is only going to be a sophomore. And uh, so, you know, <laughs> and they played that well. Now, they did lose some key cogs in their, in their, uh, in their uh, great team that they had last year. But Northwood has definitely been up on the, uh, on the upswing. You can't ever count Spencer Hurd and the Menden Crimson Tide out. Menden – returns I think nine starters on defense so uh, you know they're gonna have a have to rely on their defense till their offense is able to 
to, to catch up. And, you know, Spencer's done a great job over at Minden. It's a tough district. And then you look at, at Jerwin Wilson and the job he's done at Woodlawn. Uh, you know, that program was a, was dormant basically mm-hmm. for, for a number of years. And they've come in and they've made the playoffs and, and have, have, you know, vied for district titles and sent a number of young men. I think they had six six or so guys signed Division One scholarships last year or thereabouts and a bunch more signed with smaller uh, schools. So, you know, that's a – you know, North DeSoto, Benton, Northwood, Woodlawn, uh, Minden, and, you know, then then in the bottom half has been Huntington and Bossier. And, and so it's uh, – it'll be tough. But, uh, you know, that District 1-4A is a fun di- – it, it may not be – noted statewide but i tell you it's a fun fun district to watch because it just every week somebody can beat somebody else charlie i know uh, that district of course as you said is big now Uh, just like sterlington has blown up population wise and and gone up uh, two classifications almost in in less than two cycles or in two cycles of the lhsaa uh you know, in your opinion, how close, because I know they've boomed up too and it's continuing, how quickly uh, in what's, how many cycles do you think it'll be before North DeSoto and Benton are in 5A and out of that district? I, uh, Benton, I definitely believe, will be in 5A uh, when they start re- the reclassification process in January. Um, you know, they're Benton is due to open up the new the new doors of the new Benton High School in uh, I think the fall of 2019. So a full school year, they they're set to open the uh, the doors of the new Benton High School, uh, and uh, I believe their numbers right now would put them in 5A. So that would be you know one lesson in in the one 4A and one more in. District 15A, which would be really interesting because, I mean, now you that would put four Bossier Parish, four of the six Bossier Parish schools, uh, public schools, in District 15A. So, boy, not only does it bring back, you know, uh, the old District 14A rivals of Benton and Harton and Parkway, but now you throw the big boy on the block and airline uh, into that. Uh, that uh, adds a lot of Bozier flavor into the Shreveport Bozier district. One one last thing, real quick, before we let you go. Uh, just give me off the top of your head. Uh, let's say the top three teams. It doesn't have to be five uh, A. It can be any classification. Uh, give me your top three teams for this upcoming season in the Shreveport Bozier area. Whew. Well, you know, I know they're a small school, they're a 2A school, but, you know, I think you really have to go down a little uh, further south than Shreveport, Bossier, and even past all the way down to Sabine Parish and look at the Manny Tigers. Mm. Um, You know, Manny is just continually, under Jeff Curtis, have been a perennial Superdome, uh, you know, participant and state champion and um from all accounts they have one of they're expecting to have one of their most talented classes uh 
senior-laden classes uh, this season and expect to have, you know, I think the expectations are very high for the Manny Tigers. They have a defensive tackle who is committed to uh, uh, TCU. They have a running back who rushed for 1,500 yards and a ton of touchdowns, sharing the this, this spotlight with a young man who's at uh, A.J. Carter, who's at Arizona State, the uh, running back is, who's committed to Army. So um, look out for the Manny Tigers. The, they are going to, you know, I really expect them to, to be there. It'll be interesting to see what Coach Kevin McGee and the Logansport Tigers, after all the success that they've had the last couple of years, how do they rebound after losing uh, the great players they uh, played? I, I mean, you can't take Evangel out of out of that top three. You know, they they just continuously reload, and and despite losing five or six guys off of their defense that signed division big time BCS division, or I guess I should say, uh, you know, the the <laughs> with Power Five conference schools uh, off of their defense. Evangel seemingly reloads every year, and uh, you know they have a quarterback who's also the shortstop on the baseball team, and Blake Shapen, who's who's pretty talented, and so they seemingly reload. After that, I, I'm not sure. I think there's a lot of, you know, I talked to the coach at Houghton uh, the other day, and he looked at me, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, we're, yeah." I don't know, you know, I'm just, and I think you have a lot of that across everything. You know, Captain Shreve, a lot of people weren't expecting a lot out of Shreve. And they, you know, not that I take much away from seven-on-seven tournaments or, or jamborees or scrimmages or any of that stuff, but lo and behold, the big Benton uh, – seven-on-seven tournament they have out at uh, Bozier, first Bozier's seven, uh, Freedom Fields, Captain Shreve won it. So, I mean, it, I think there's a lot of question marks around that. I really expect North DeSoto to be very good. He, Coach Ab, uh, Scott Abernathy had a young but very talented team last year. And so, I, you know, and then you, you can't count out Northwood whenever you have a quarterback that was the caliber of Luke uh, Bogan who many people uh, voted as the MVP, offensive MVP over uh, a player like Garrett Habel from from Benton who was one of my favorite high school football players to watch in the area. So I would say, you know, Manny, Evangel, Northwood, North DeSoto probably and then after that it's a, you know, just throw them up against the wall and see who sticks well charlie thanks as always and uh, we'll be hearing from you again when we start the uh, rewind in september look forward to it thank you guys have a great one thanks man charlie cavell the boys of the bird yellow jackets giving us a breakdown of the shreveport bozier area football and what to expect when they when those teams come over to our area to play in the early part of the season or the our area teams go over to that area and play and, and i'm telling you it's the that north DeSoto area and that benton area uh, their population there is absolutely exploding and as you heard charlie say uh benton probably already has the numbers now to go five to go five a so yeah. it's going to completely change things and the reason i bring that up is because 
when they look at these things and the balance, like he said, you're going to have four of the six Bozier Parish teams are going to be in 5A. Don't be surprised if District 2 5A in our area, especially Ruston, might be affected by a redistricting because Pineville and Natchitoches Central and Ash have for years wanted to go south to That's right. the Lafayette district Lafayette down there. So, yeah, so uh, it, it, that just that alone could shift a lot of different things in districts when uh, the redistricting comes in this next in this next cycle, which will be in the 2019 season, or when they put the numbers in in October, then they'll do all of that stuff in in January and February. We'll go ahead and take our final break, and we'll wrap things up here on The Edge when we return. Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real in a Ford. Save big money on a car or truck. Friendly service, folks you can trust. We put good people behind the wheel. Jim Taylor Ford, we're making it real. Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real. Get it real. Jim Taylor deal at Jim Taylor Ford Lincoln in Ruston. Come to a peachy paradise, June 22nd and 23rd for the Louisiana Peach Festival in Ruston. Friday, June 22nd, enjoy music from Lacey Cavalier. And John King. Don't miss the rodeo, the peach art exhibit, lots of arts and crafts, and of course, the peach parade. June 23rd, we'll have a battle of the bands in Ruston's Railroad Park. Closing out the peach festival will be renowned New Orleans party band, Bag of Donuts. From top of the pop to rock songs to dance. All with that bag of donuts twist. The 2018 Louisiana Peach Festival in Ruston, June 22nd and 23rd, with a kids' fishing tournament, a peach art exhibit, games and carnival rides, a rodeo. That sounds like a lot, right? Well, it's not even half the story. Go check out more for yourself at louisianapeachfestival.org. The Louisiana Peach Festival in Ruston, June 22nd and 23rd. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay, call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. How do you like to spend your weekend? All work, no play? Get the most out of summer with a Hustler Raptor starting at $25.99. Here's Richie McKinney. Hustler mowers are built stronger and perform faster, allowing you more time to do the things you love. Right now, McKinney's has the Hustler Raptor for only $25.99. That's with a 42-inch welded steel deck and 22-horsepower Kohler engine, and you can finance with 0% for 42 months. Stop by McKinney's today, your outdoor superstore in Ruston, model number 935742, financing for qualified buyers. 
Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to the Edge. Sports Talk 97.7, Santoria Black, John Tabor, Mark Kramer here with you. Great show so far today. Got another uh, another match getting ready to yes. start in the World Cup. Iceland. Iceland and Nigeria are on the field Iceland doing their pregame and Nigeria. Stuff. Every single player on the roster for Iceland, their last name ends with S-O-N. Yes, son. They're everybody's – they're somebody's son. Yes. And I, I'm not joking. Every single player man, on Iceland's roster, their name ends with S-O-N. Hey, uh, okay, so Tabor, when, when the two teams – and I'm a little ignorant when it comes to a few things, and I'm not afraid to admit that – when the two teams are walking out with the kids and the officials and all that, what do they call it? The walk or whatever they, what do they call it? The kids that walk out with the team. Oh, okay. I didn't I, know if there was something official that they call it. I don't think there's any foreign, you know, or foreign, um, formal, you know, title form. I yeah. just a bunch of kids who probably have a moment they'll remember the rest of their life. Oh yeah, it's great to see. Uh, it's great to see that too, man. To see those kids walk out like that at the uh, World Cup and. You know, look, uh, the the one great thing that the uh, the World Cup has done, and even though the U.S. is not in it, um, the, the one great thing is you've seen a lot of teams that you normally wouldn't see uh, that have played well. I mean, gosh, we, they just did an entire twenty minute feature on Iceland, and and what their and their team, and one of the the actual fans that drove from Reykjavik, which was on one side of the island, to the other side of the island on Iceland, then took a ferry, put his car in the ferry. Took the ferry over and then drove through Lithuania and Latvia and all these other places to get to Moscow. So, I mean, you know, it's really great to see some of these backstories on some of the fans that have come over to, to see the World Cup in Moscow. So, the next match, Iceland and Nigeria. You couldn't get two places any farther away oh, man. Tap, uh, topographically and temperature-wise uh, from the uh, equator weather of Nigeria to the uh, frozen tundra, not of Lambeau Field, but of Iceland. So, yeah, I love the way – that's one thing I do love about soccer is how they incorporate the youth oh, yeah. in all of their ceremonies yes. at the beginning. Uh, it's like uh, I love to see uh, – I know a lot of our local college teams did this this year in baseball where they had some kids uh, for each position and ran them out there during the national anthem, and they ran out with a particular player to mm-hmm. that position and stood out there with them during the national anthem. I thought that was really, really cool to get the uh, youth involved in that. So uh, we'll report. I'm going to try to see if I can get uh, our local World Cup insider, is what I like to call Coach, Co- uh, Coach Kevin Sherry from Louisiana Tech, and get him in, in here on Monday and uh, have him – because the World Cup will be mostly in the knockout round by then and have him uh, handicap a little bit uh, what's happened and, and what he thinks is going to happen as we go along. What's really been surprising in, in this one is the amount of 
Uh, you know, South American teams are okay, except, you know, Argentina. Uh, they still, they, they're they on the bubble right now. I think they're only going to need a miracle to make the knockout round. But, man, countries like uh, Peru, who lost in South America, uh, uh, who else lost? Argentina, uh, Costa Rica, who just Uruguay. bit the dust. Uruguay. I mean, you got a lot of teams that have just bit the dust. France is uh, now in the knockout round. You know, I don't know what Mexico is doing. They had a big win to start things off. I don't know if they'll make the knockout round. But they've been one of those teams that just doesn't make it past the Sweet 16. They don't, they don't make it past the 16. And, and, and then there's America who didn't make it at all. Uh, that's just another story. <laughs> but that's another story. they got to make it when it comes back to North America, though. I mean, they got to be in it. Yeah, eight years, I think, uh, the United States has the has the World Cup. So we'll – We'll see what happens with USA Soccer. That'll do it for us today here on The Edge. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it very much. And uh, thanks for uh, Washita Valley Federal Credit Union text line and hotline. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, and Spa Nouvelle on Lammy Lane in Monroe. Again, uh, please remember the Fox family in your prayers as uh, they're dealing with the health of Jamie's mother and Sean's uh, grandmother and uh, keep them in your prayers today and on through the weekend. We'll be back on Monday here on The Edge on Sports Talk 97.7. Everybody have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waltrip. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday.